0: Hi, this is Isa and Lisa. Welcome to Internet Aesthetic. We talk about the internet, aesthetics, culture, and media. We're two Vietnamese-American women who live in a society, and we're here to analyze it. Grab a snack and hang out with us. Today, we're talking about NFTs and why they suck. (laughs) Because, like, I feel like they kind of just popped up out of nowhere. Like, suddenly, I just started hearing about NFTs Mm -hmm. this year, I think. And so, what are NFTs? NFTs stand for non fungible token. Non fungible means that you can't exchange it for another thing of equal value. So, like, the way that I've seen it explained is like, you can trade a Bitcoin for a Bitcoin, and then you can, like, cut that Bitcoin in half and get half of a Bitcoin. But, like, the non fungible token, like, it can't be exchanged for anything else. Like, it is, there's only one of it, essentially.
1: Mm, I see. I think I. At first, I was confused because I thought that technically, like, a Bitcoin could be an NFT because, Mm -hmm. like, they... Like at least in that particular transaction, like that cannot be replicated. But I guess it makes sense when you say because because Bitcoin is a currency.
0: Yeah, I guess maybe we should also say that like we also don't really understand NFTs. <laughs> um, we're just doing this episode because we wanted to do research into it and like maybe try to understand it better. But we're not experts. By any means. Yeah.
1: And I think we were particularly captivated by, like, crypto art specifically, like, one form of NFTs.
0: Yeah. The idea of, like, digital art being owned it's just odd. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm just going to read the Wikipedia definition for an NFT because like, I don't think that I could explain it any better in my own words. <laughs> a non-fungible token is a unit of data stored on a digital ledger called a blockchain that certifies a digital asset to be unique and therefore not interchangeable. NFTs can be used to represent items such as photos, videos, audios, and other types of digital files. Access to any copy of the original file, however, is not restricted Restricted to the buyer of the NFT. While copies of these digital items are available for anyone to obtain, NFTs are tracked on blockchains to provide the owner with a proof of ownership that is separate from copyright.
1: Yeah, I think it's a very succinct definition. Yeah, like blockchain technology is like a whole conversation in of itself.
0: Um yeah, it's a little out of our depth. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. Basically, like what are you, what are you getting from an NFT is like A digital file, essentially. And I guess um like my first thought when I heard that you could buy like digital art was that like you can also just save that art to a folder on your computer. Like if you right click on any image, you can like save it. So I was just like, why does anybody want to like pay to own art that you could already have for free?
1: I was also really confused by that, but then I think like the I guess the example you'll go over in a second like really made it clear to me like why this could be valuable.
0: Yeah. So um to maybe kind of help us and other people maybe understand why people might be interested in NFTs. It's like essentially like you're buying the original Monet painting. Um like yeah you could buy a copy of it, but there's only one original that like was like made by the artist and you know has their signature essentially. But like, again, where I diverge is that like, this is like digital art. It's not physical art. There's like no difference between the original and the copy that I'm aware of. So really, it's about how much you personally value the idea of owning someone's art. You're not purchasing the art as much as you are purchasing the ownership of it. And it like, it seems like people are really going buck wild over NFTs right now. And there are like insane examples of NFTs being sold that like i personally don't think they have any value like jack dorsey the founder and ceo of twitter sold his first tweet as an nft <laughs> um and like the thing is like in the verge article they listed like selling your tweets as an nft as like a funny example that would probably never happen and then it did happen
1: yeah it's completely artificially like created yeah like there's no like intrinsic value really
0: yeah. I think people are just going crazy over NFTs and they're like willing to buy anything. An example that I saw recently was that like Ellen DeGeneres has an NFT now. About what? She drew a stick figure drawing of a cat and then she took a selfie of it. So that's the NFT is her selfie of her drawing. That isn't also like not very good. <laughs> and she's selling it as an NFT on April 26th. Yeah. So actually she probably already sold it. It's an auction. Let's see. Let's see if there are any updates. Yikes. The Platinum version sold for $14,555.
1: And it's like, for what? Like, what? What is the point? I don't, know. I don't know like bragging rights
0: I don't know the thing that pissed me off is that like the proceeds are apparently going to go to chef Jose Andre's world central kitchen which has been donating tens of millions of meals in the wake of tragedy including during the COVID-19 pandemic but it's like Alan has all this money like just donate your money why do you need to sell an NFT yeah. to, like, like donate? why did you
1: have to go this specific route and, like, yeah. use that much energy to, <laughs> anyway? Yeah,
0: it re- it reminds me of um when she took a selfie at, like, the Oscars or whatever it was, the award ceremony, and then, like, the internet went wild over it. And so I feel like maybe she's, like, trying to recreate that mm-hmm. or something. I don't know. She'll probably sell that as an yeah. NFT at some point. Yeah. <laughs> God. But yeah, it's just, I think the the idea was to sell art, but then all these other people came in and they were all like, oh my god, you can turn anything into an NFT. And then they did. So now it's just a bunch (laughs) of crap. And so people like me are also like, well, why does anybody want this crap?
1: (laughs) I think you bring up a good point. It's not about the crap itself. It's just the fact that you own it. Yeah,
0: that's true. I mean, you know what? I can't talk. I own a bunch of crap.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I guess like even though it's crap or like it doesn't really have value, what what are some benefits of NFTs then?
0: Yeah, so like again, the idea is that like you're selling your art and so ideally you're supporting artists, you know, through your NFT purchase. And then like another thing that I saw that actually sounded like a good idea is that like when people are like buying and selling like paintings, that money doesn't go to like the Painter or like the original artist, partly because they're probably dead, but also because it's just like a physical thing. If none of that money gets to them, Mm. like they don't get a cut of any future sales. And so Mm -hmm. when artists are minting their NFT, they can like add a clause. That like if their NFT gets resold in the future, then they get a cut of that. So that's like more money if like the value of the NFT goes up, basically. Mm-hmm. And then like on the other side of that, this is like a financial benefit. But like collectors can purchase ownership of NFTs with the idea that the value will go up. So it's like essentially an investment. It's it's like another stock market for like rich people, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. That's like part of the risk of like owning an NFT though is that like an original painting the value of the NF the of the NFT that you bought could also drop if like other people don't value it anymore. And so it's kind of hard to gauge right now what the future of NFTs is. Like if this is just gonna be a speculative bubble that people are trying to get in because of FOMO or something, or if it's actually going to be a long term thing. Mm-hmm. And like I personally am hoping that it's not. <laughs> there's a really good. There's a really good medium article that I read that talks about how like we need to just shut this down, just not do it. Mm. I mean, I don't think it's going to happen, but yeah. Oh man.
1: Yeah, I'm really curious too because my boyfriend Andrew he participates in um, an NFT in the form of like sports trading cards, and mm-hmm. I was like, why, why are you doing this? Like, what is the <laughs> point? Like, he was like, oh, I just bought this you know, Steph Curry card. And I was like, what is the purpose of this? I don't understand the value of it. And he said that, like, a benefit is that people actually collect trading cards. Like, just like how people collect art. Mm -hmm. And, like, in real life, there's no way to actually, like, verify whether something is legit or not. And, like, there's a lot of fraudulent activity in that industry, I guess. Mm -hmm. And so... The medium of, like, NFTs could help. I guess you, like, really verify that the thing that you're buying is legit. Yeah. That being said, you're not, like, receiving an actual, you know, trading card. They're not going to, like, mail yeah. you anything. <laughs> it's still, like, a digital asset. But it's, like, a fun way yeah. to participate in that industry without actually, like, you know, having to, you know, get shipped a card or... And it's, it's, like, a fun way to participate in sports card trainings. But that being said, like, what... Yeah, what is, like, the long-term value? Because ultimately... And I think we can touch on this later in, like, the criticisms of NFTs. The medium, like, doesn't even really matter. It didn't really matter, like, what that card was. He's not buying the card because he's, like, specifically interested in, like, Steph Curry. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, like, what what investment – like, what kind of investment is this? Like, what can I get out of this purchase? And it's yeah. like, uh – Okay, well, then it's not even really about the card. It's just like another, like you said, like another kind of stock market or bubble. So,
0: yeah, I mean, I think like the idea for a lot of people getting into it is that like they could make money off of it Mm -hmm. for artists and for buyers is like the value of NFTs could go up. So, people are, I think people are hopeful. Um, I don't know if they're (laughs) thinking about the idea that like the value could also go down, but yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. I actually saw an article today um, of somebody who tried to sell. A NFT of their house. So like they commissioned a digital painting of their house. And then they also tried to sell their house like on the real estate market, but like with um uh, like Bitcoin or whatever with cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. Um but nobody bought it. <laughs> <laughs> Like I was, I was reading it, and they were like, "Oh, it's probably because like when you're buying an NFT, you're just buying a digital asset, but like when you buy a house, that like comes with all kinds of like tax things and like legal things. Like not a lot of people who are like buying NFTs are like versed in the real estate market, so that's probably Mm -hmm. why like nobody bought it. But yeah, now he's just selling his house like regularly on the real estate market, but he's still gonna attach (laughs) like the digital art." As an NFT to the sale. Oh, you get to have this too. <laughs> What's the point? What a I, I don't know. I don't know. Like I, I saw the house. And I was like, it's kind of a basic looking house. <laughs> I mean, it, was, it was nice, but I was like, uh, okay.
1: Are there any other, I guess, like benefits of NFTs? Then,
0: if there are, please tell us about it because this is all I could find. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, dear listeners, please tell us. Um, I know, like <laughs> blockchain, like generally like as a technology has a lot of benefits in Mm -hmm. it being like a decentralized and secure system of you know tracking and using data however like this specific use case of blockchain i'm not i'm not really sure if there's any other benefit
0: yeah so let's get into criticisms of nfts then yes yes the exciting part (laughs) (laughs) let's rip into that (laughs) shit (laughs) Um, yeah, so like one of the benefits that I talked about is like you can support artists. The other side of that is like, yeah, NFTs can be used to support artists, but they can also rip off artists too. Like there was a tr- Twitter account that will create NFTs of artists' work if they're tagged on it. And like when I was checking it out, they actually got taken down. But, like, I'm betting that if there was one, then there are plenty of others doing the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you are buying art as NFTs, make sure that the money is, like, actually going to the artist. Like, make sure the artist is actually behind the NFT that you're buying. I think you also wanted to talk about this in that, like, it's hard to pinpoint who is selling an NFT. Because, like, you can, like, create NFTs anonymously, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. And I think that's a pretty big red flag if it's created, honestly, that the the artist probably wasn't involved unless like they've sold it and then it was resold again. In that case, like I'm not sure how that could be proved. I mean, I guess the ledger is public, so you can always try to trace it back. But it's it's really murky and I don't know how many people actually go through. Um, like, I don't know if the people who are you know buying and selling are in the business of you know, ethical buying and selling. And so I don't know if that's even a concern of theirs. So,
0: yeah, I mean, I think if you're into ethical buying and selling, you're probably not into <laughs> NFTs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then like, like we, we talked about this earlier, but like it's not just art that's being turned into NFTs. Like anything can be an NFT. Even memes are being made into NFTs. And like I've, I've seen articles where like they're being sold to like support the people who, like, were behind those memes, if they're, like, struggling or whatever. And so, like, that's mm-hmm. that's cool, but, like, it kind of sucks that they have to do it at all, I guess. Yeah,
1: like, why is that the medium and not, like, a GoFundMe? I don't know. I mean, of course, there are pros and cons, everything. But, like, why this specific medium?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's weird the idea of like having a meme be owned by someone when it's like so, I don't know, when it's like so public, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then another thing is that like artists also actually have to pay to mint their NFTs and the price to mint can change based on how heavily the network, like the blockchain network, is being used and so like the price to mint can range from 40 to like a thousand dollars and then there's like no guarantee that their art is even going to be sold so that's just like a sunk cost.
1: Yeah no and that, that kind of gets into like like a huge criticism and maybe like bold claim about NFTs that I've read from um this artist named Cabeza Patata. Mm-hmm. And he said that NFTs are essentially a pyramid scheme and it's gambling. Like for <laughs> that reason precisely. I mean people are just buying and selling crypto art at much higher rates than fine art or you know traditional art and so mm-hmm. while like this system might seem like it's like a democratized way to buy and sell art in reality the way we are treating crypto art has nothing to do with art at all like we mentioned earlier um yeah like no investor really wants to value that piece that you spent hours on like they're just thinking about how much money they can make on it and how much they can sell it for yeah and so if that's the case then okay like if the message doesn't matter what about the media maybe we can use this as a form of currency but like okay if the value of this fluctuates so drastically sometimes 20 percent per day that's not a sustainable form of currency and mm-hmm. so like this artist he he brought the point that like if you look at all of the the requirements like the sec puts forth as, as a pyramid scheme NFTs really like check all the boxes because you're right like with all of these upfront fees of like minting your art like from 40 to a thousand dollars and how people are really encouraged to buy into nfts to you know support the artist community or whatever it really does just feel like a slimy pyramid scheme because if you just type in nfts into to twitter like All the results are just people saying, oh, hi, come buy my NFTs, come buy these NFTs. And it's like, yeah, they're trying to recruit you to participate in this system for them to benefit as well. So it's like, will more people lose money than they do gain money in the long term. And if that's on a pyramid scheme or gambling, I don't know what is. So (laughs) yeah.
0: (laughs) The other thing like about like an NFT is that like it is a digital file, like it could literally disappear Um, Mm -hmm. and so like that's like my other point is object permanence (laughs) when you buy an nft you're essentially buying the link to the art like you're not even really buying the art you're just buying the link to it but like in this (laughs) verge article um they they cited someone who's like it's an awfully expensive 404 error for buyers of these NFTs. Like if somebody doesn't renew their domain or if the companies that host the website go down, like it could just disappear. And there is a way around this with an interplanetary file system that uses multiple hosts rather than a single domain owner and gives the buyer control since they're the one paying the hosting bill, but it's not perfect. And like some artworks have temporarily gone down, which is like Like, I would be so terrified of, like, buying an NFT and then, like, checking on it and it's just, like, not there. And it's, like, I just, Mm -hmm. like, spent all this money on something that doesn't exist anymore. No, exactly. And so, like, to use the painting analogy again, you still have to, like, maintain your NFT like you would maintain a painting, but, like, in this case, you're maintaining the URL and then, like, if an NFT goes missing, but a copy of the original artwork still exists, then the artist, owner, and potential buyer can agree on what the NFT represents, then it could still have value to them. Like, like it's gone, but... Just arbitrarily. <laughs> yeah, like, like it's gone. It doesn't exist anymore, but we still technically own it. And, like, if they all agree that it has value, then it still does, I guess? I don't don't know it's it's all very confusing wait can I ask a clarifying question yes go go for it
1: so okay let's say Ellen DeGeneres says like okay um here's my you know selfie for sale and (laughs) like she sends it does she send it to you as like a jpeg or it has to live on like a website or like what what is the medium like is it just agreed upon by buyer and seller or is there like I don't know if
0: it gets sent. I don't, I don't know if the art gets sent to you.
1: I mean, I feel like it has so to be. So it's just like, it's on this website and you just have to, you know, ensure that Ellen maintains, you know, the link to that image or... Okay, wait. I need to look that up now.
0: <laughs>
1: Sorry, I don't know if this derails it. <laughs> it's just like...
0: Do not get to own...
1: This, like, link thing kind of, like, freaks me out, too. <laughs> Do
0: you get to own the NFT art? Like, how does that work? An NFT doesn't mean that you own the piece of art itself. What? You're basically buying metadata that grants you bragging rights.
1: Okay, so the actual like pixels themselves—it doesn't really matter what form they take or.
0: There's there's this website called Creative Block that like they do a lot of like design stuff. Uh, how do NFTs work? Do you get the (gasps) art? Sorry for derailing. No, (laughs) this is like an important question. Do you even get the art?
1: I don't know because like with Andrews like sports trading thing it's all on like one website and like you can store it like it's it's just all on that website
0: so you, but, you just you know. can like yeah. right click and save it and technically you have it but like yeah i think you're just buying like the ownership of it like you're not even mm. buying it you're, you're buying the ownership of it
1: so then they basically have to save it on their own then right
0: like yeah I need to find out now, now I need to know, do you even get the art? You have to get the art. I would be so upset if I didn't even, like I mean, if the thing is like it's digital art, you can literally just like right click and save it and then also buy the ownership and then essentially you have the art. Yeah, so
1: I guess if someone doesn't end up like right clicking and saving it, like then they have to be responsible, like they're basically responsible.
0: Yeah, I mean it's for like keeping like a
1: copy of it.
0: It's like with Jack Dorsey's tweet. Like it's not like Jack Dorsey like sent over his like account information and was like, okay, you can like own this one tweet on my account. I don't I don't know. They yeah, could probably okay. like go go to that very first tweet and like screenshot it and then be like, you know, send it to their friends and be like, haha, I own this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if Jack Dorsey like canceled
1: Twitter and that tweet went missing on the internet yeah. forever. Then at least they have their own personal like screenshot of it.
0: Yeah. Or like then, if, he, so. if he like went private. Like <laughs> Twitter links like get broken all the time.
1: Okay. I, I see what you mean then. Like so okay, it is the onus is on the buyer to ensure that the artwork they are purchasing, like they can keep it in whatever form they want, pretty much. And if you want it to always be there in the, the website, like sucks to suck, you'll have like a 404 error. Is that what? <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: honestly, I don't know. Okay. Sorry to derail. I was just like, what no, the this is No, this is a good conversation to have. <laughs> oh my God. The thing is like, I have read so many articles about NFTs. They honestly, they, like they don't talk about the artist sending you the art. Like mm-hmm. that, I think that like really highlights how little the art has to do with an NFT. Mm-hmm. Like it's about the ownership. And the ownership is coded into the blockchain. Yeah. So like that's essentially like that's what you have to maintain. That's what could break down.
1: I thought like because it's blockchain and it's decentralized, like you can technically always have like the the transaction history across oh. multiple devices. So it's like Oh okay. Okay. I don't
0: know. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. okay, no I no. So I think confusing. you're I think you're I think you're right. I think you're right. Something breaks though. I <laughs> yeah, with an NFT you're buying the ownership of the art, but the art itself could disappear, essentially. Like okay. the, the original okay. art. Like yeah, you can like, you know, save anybody can like save the art, but it's not the quote unquote original. I guess. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I guess, like, to go to Andrew's um, sports thing, it's like, if that website went down, what would happen?
1: Yeah, what would happen?
0: Uh, Okay, should I ask him? Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, so yeah, so if an NFT goes missing, so if essentially the URL is missing, but the original artwork still exists, then the artist, okay, when you're buying an NFT, you're buying like the link to the art that says that and that link says that you're the owner ah uh, okay but like if it if that link like breaks down um but the artwork itself still exists then the the artist the owner and the potential buyer can agree on what that nft represented And so then it would still have value because the original artwork, like, still exists. mm -hmm. Um, But, like, if the image itself has gone missing, then it's, like, a missing or destroyed artwork. It's gone and it has no value and, like, sucks to suck, dude. Like, Mm -hmm. you blew however many Bitcoin or Ethereum. in this case. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how I'm going to edit that part. (laughs) Sorry. It's okay.
1: <laughs> dude, honestly. Like Lisa. Dude, NFTs are so confusing. The more I read about it, the more I'm just like, don't understand. Also, why? Like, <laughs> I don't it understand. It's ridiculous. Like...
0: And it makes me angry. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why else does it make you angry?
0: Yeah. Uh, it's a game for the wealthy, largely. Like, I think, I mean, you know, like, regular people are taking part in NFTs, but. It is like another way for people to invest their money because, and it's like, it's another way for them to make money. Like, it's just another asset. It's just like wealthy people who have like a lot of time and money on their hands.
1: Money to grow money and not to actually spend on uh, life essential.
0: Yeah. The biggest criticism, and I think like the most popular one, is like environmental effects of NFTs. So, NFTs are tied to cryptocurrencies. Like, right now, it's mainly Ethereum which uses a lot of energy that generates a lot of greenhouse gas emissions. So Bitcoin, like cryptocurrencies by themselves are like their whole own episode that like I personally never want to do. But do my best explanation of how this works is that, like, these cryptocurrencies are using a a proof-of-work system. Um, So, like, computers are required to mine the cryptocurrency by completing these mathematical puzzles, Um, and they receive the cryptocurrency as a reward. And it's supposed to make tampering with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies that use the system too difficult, and it's also supposed to create a stake for anyone mining because they're, like, devoting energy and processing power to this. But, like, a lot of people have created mining rigs that can do it a lot more efficiently and have, like, kind of consolidated the wealth, I guess. And so, like, these these mining rigs, like, they use a lot of energy. Like, with Bitcoin, mining for a year can be more than the annual consumption of countries like Sweden. And then, like, only 39% of the electricity comes from renewable sources. And so, like, with Ethereum... And NFTs? Like an NFT sale can consume twice as much energy as the average British household consumes in one year. Like a single sale consumes as much energy as the average British household consumes in one year. (sighs) And so like Ethereum has said that they're trying to move to like proof of stake system instead with proof of stake, instead of having a bunch of like miners, people investing in crypto would be called validators instead and validators participate by like putting in a stake. So they put in money as a collateral to encourage them to stay honest. And so like a bigger stake can earn more, but like if they cheat, they also have a lot to lose because they can just like be cut off from the system entirely. And then they lose that money. But they've been, like, talking about moving to Proof of Stake for a long time now. And it hasn't happened yet. So I wouldn't hold my breath. Like, Proof of Stake is supposed to, like, cut down their energy consumption by, like, 99%. But it hasn't happened. Mm -hmm. And so it's, like, even if they do manage to go to Proof of Stake and reduce their energy consumption, I'm, like, even if they somehow flip over entirely to sustainable energy sources, they're still consuming energy. And, like, for what? To own some pixels? Like, I don't... (laughs) i don't know it's like i guess like if you care about sustainability nfts don't make sense they're not good because like to go back to our like our fast fashion episode where like the idea of like slow fashion and sustainability in general is about like consuming less don't purchase an nft even if it's using like renewable energy sources even if they do like transfer to proof of stake like it's still using energy that you don't need to use you're just owning pixels at don't know. the other thing that i've seen is that like people they'll say that they'll like donate their profit or a cut of it to charity and it's like incredibly ironic to me when those charities are like environmental ones Because, like, again, maybe don't sell an NFT in the first place, then? I don't... (laughs) What's the point of being like, oh, well, it's okay because, like, I'm supporting the environment by selling this NFT that's destroying the environment. (laughs) You know? Like, in the Medium article, like, the artist and writer brought up that people have argued that by selling an NFT digitally, they're offsetting other wasteful habits like traveling to sell their art on planes or importing materials or shipping prints of their art out. They talk about how this is a false equivalence because NFT waste so much energy. Like it doesn't even compare to like your one plane trip. Mm-hmm. They also talk about how like carbon offsets could be another way to like kind of offset the environmental effects of an NFT. In the Verge article, this one artist named Beeple. He he says he's a believer in a more <laughs> sustainable future for NFTs. And he like he sold his work every days the first five thousand days for sixty nine million dollars. But he said that like moving forward. He says his artwork will be carbon neutral or negative, meaning he'll be able to completely offset emissions from his NFTs by investing in renewable energy, conservation projects, or technology that sucks CO2 out of the atmosphere. And he said, I think you're going to see a lot of other artists do the same, but for now, there are still greenhouse gases emissions associated with his NFTs, and apparently it cost $5,000 to offset the emissions from one of his collections. And... (laughs) It's just, like, it's so insane to me that, like, he's like, oh, I'm going to to invest in renewable energy and conservation projects or, like, technology that sucks CO2 out of the atmosphere that I fucking put there. What are you doing, dude? <laughs> like, oh my god. Yeah,
1: it's... Please don't pretend this is some kind of charity for you to help the world. Like, the exchange is not equivalent.
0: Yeah. The thing is, like, if you can buy digital art with cryptocurrencies like why can't you buy it with real money i don't I mean I, i'm not yeah like i think the i mean the idea of an nft is that like you have like encoded ownership into it like the provenance basically of the of the nft that's like what you're buying but it's like is there not a mm-hmm. way to like create that provenance outside of an nft because like i feel like this makes it even stupider for me it's like you're buying digital art if you buy digital art with physical money it just seems even stupider because it's like it's like if if I told somebody that like I bought I don't know the Pikachu meme for like I don't know if, like a hundred dollars it's probably worth way more than that like if I bought the Pikachu surprise face meme for like a hundred dollars like physical dollars they'd be like you're fucking stupid google that image and save it to your computer so yeah I don't know man
1: I mean I guess it's the thing it's it's not it's not about the work itself it's like an opportunity yeah. to make money and like people are taking it and like, I guess your question, like, how like, can this exist just outside NFTs? Like, if he wanted to sell his book, and like, I, I don't know, like, yeah, I'm not
0: sure. Yeah, this is this is a question for no you thoughts. know, if anybody out there is listening, and they have answers. You know, I just like, we're not. Where <laughs> If there is genuinely a way for this to work without, like, environmental effects, please tell us. Like, we have not seen any arguments thus far that have said otherwise.
1: I mean, yeah, like, I actually... Yeah, I asked Andrew. Like, so this, like, very specific method of gaining value is, like, using computers to solve these mathematical Mm -hmm. problems. Like, it's literally just created by this, like, Japanese guy who... Of course, like, is a genius and created, you know, the algorithm out of the system (laughs) for, like, mining Bitcoin or whatever. Like, this is, like, just his idea for, like, creating, like, scarcity and, like, having people to work for something. And so, like, that that, that could exist in many other forms. You could just be like, okay, let's just collect some rocks and, like, that's your... (laughs) that's the currency and I was like could it take like any form theoretically like it doesn't have to suck up all of these resources and Andrew was like yeah it could take some other form like if you want to come up with like some kind of you know quote-unquote like a democratized way of like essentially mining for bitcoin like come up with it sure and it just so happens like this is the thing that took off because like so many people are able to participate in it because it's like a digital thing i mean of course like there are barriers to entry as well but like theoretically if you have a computer and some you know background knowledge you can do it it's not like the only option though which just like there has to be a better way. Something that doesn't like uh cause more ecological damage than is already happening by literally every other industry that exists yeah. right now.
0: Like that's like the other thing is like I was when you look into NFTs, you kind of have to also look into like Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies just to like kind of really understand it. And like that was the thing that was like mm-hmm. also infuriating is that like bit like cryptocurrencies are just like about false scarcity like there's no reason for them to just not exist in plentitude i guess and that's like that's the only reason why they have value is because they have like created this scarcity like if you just create one one bitcoin right and it's like the only bitcoin ever then like you can decide on the va- it's like it's like you could decide on the value of that right no
1: that's the thing that's why there's only like 21 million bitcoins oh. period so that's what he built that's what this japanese guy built and so people are like mining to death to Achieve as, like, to get as many Bitcoins as possible. Like, that that's the false Ugh. scarcity. And so, like, once all 21 million are found, like, and so I think right now only 16 million are found. And that's why people are, like, harvesting computers to, like, race to find all the oh Bitcoin. Oh, my God. And so I asked Andrew, like, why? What's the point? And he said, like, think about it. What is our currency based on? It's gold. Like, gold is also, like, scarce. It's a scarce natural mm-hmm. resource. And so we've decided to base our, like, currency on that. And so he's like, that's also not very logical, but yet our entire country's kind of run on it. And I was like, okay, that's true. And <laughs> like people do like mine for gold, which is like extremely, you know, ecologically damaging as well. Yeah. And so it's like, what what is the alternative then? Like how do we create scarcity without like actually you know, it, I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure there's a whole like class based on this. I don't this, think but...
0: they're on a gold based system anymore, though. Oh, okay, JK. <laughs> but like I guess that's what it used to be based off.
1: And I guess like that kind of contextualized it for me. Like, okay, this makes no sense to me, but I guess that also makes no sense. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, I don't know. So, like, for carbon offsets... Um like they those aren't even guaranteed. Like the industry itself isn't regulated. Planting a tree doesn't guarantee that it's going to grow or even be planted in the first place. The tree would take like 20 years to capture the amount of CO2 that's supposed to offset. Like it just doesn't work. It's a performative thing that companies do to seem green, like rather than reduce their carbon emissions, these companies would rather like plant some trees and pretend it's the same thing. <laughs>
1: It's like Ah, oh, it does feel like greenwashing. Yeah. It's
0: like how are we supposed to meet our climate goals Are we're just gonna keep burning energy like like we have it in, in infinite amount?
1: No, yeah. And I've said this like several times already, but the exchange is not equal. Like the rate at which we are buying and selling, you know, NFTs and like mining, it's it's not the same yeah. as it was before. And like it has, yeah. I that. mean,
0: so, yeah. I saw, I read that the, like the value of the cryptocurrency is in the value of the fuel that it costs to create it. Essentially, so like the more energy they burn, the more value it has. It's just, it's, it's insane.
1: Yeah,
0: but Boo. yeah. Um, in the Medium article, this person was like, this is liberalism at its finest. A reformist attitude that thinks that if we can just fix the worst problems, remove the bad apples, get some better regulatory structures in place, then the system might just work. Rather than internalizing that a system based on fundamentally broken, greedy, hyper-capitalist models is one that will always produce harm. So, there you have it. So true. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: I think like, yeah, another aspect of why specifically it's damaging to the environment is like the fact that you have to Just buy resources in order to mine for Bitcoin Mm -hmm. or, you know, mining for cryptocurrencies. Like, these things, you have to buy little computers. And like you mentioned earlier, sometimes it's, like, entire, like, giant football field-sized warehouses full of computers to mine for Bitcoin. And the fact is, like, because so many people are interested in this and, like, people are buying, like, a whole separate setup in their house just to mine, like, they've actually created a global chip shortage, like computer Mm. chip shortage. And so, like, if you're trying to buy a laptop now or, you know, good luck because it's like people are just buying them up to mine. And you think, okay, sure, like maybe it'll take you a little longer to buy a laptop, but literally chips are in everything. Every car needs like multiple computer chips, every phone, basically like most appliances nowadays. And so like the cost of all these things they're predicting will increase over time as so much of these like finite resources are just shifted to this completely like arbitrary thing of like people wanting to own <sighs> pixels. Cause like, I feel like when we mention carbon offsets, like, yeah, like there's carbon in the atmosphere. Like it sounds like such an abstract thing that like yeah you yeah. know it's bad but like you don't really see how it mm-hmm. impacts you but it's like there are actually like ways that this is negatively impacting <laughs> your day-to-day life some people just want to buy laptops laptop to go to work you know or like yeah. go to school and like they can't even do that I don't know so actually like a lot of computer brands like they've noticed this and now like they're coming out with laptops that specifically are not designed for mining or discourage mm-hmm. mining like I'm sure you could like hack them to do it but like they notice like it's such a bad problem that they have to design you know New laptops so people can actually buy them for real purposes. Yeah. Cryptocurrency, NFTs, like they seem like such a nebulous, like abstract thing to me, but like contextualizing it in these real things really helps me um with my like defining yeah. my anger
0: for it. Yeah, they have I real world effects.
1: Yeah. And, like you yeah. just shut
0: it down, but. Yeah, and, I
1: don't know. Yeah, and there was this quote that I read in The Guardian that was like, My view is that if you are participating in NFTs, you are disproportionately profiting from ecological collapse and i was like yeah just call yeah. it what it is please don't pretend you know because you plant a few trees you're helping the planet like no you go into this for the sole purpose of making money off the backs of the planet and other people most often and like that's that's not okay like just
0: don't lie about it i don't know yeah anyway I'm <laughs> <over>. <laughs> this isn't necessarily like relevant but i saw like a meme today it was like the trolley meme and they were basically like oh you think that you're the one behind the controls like and you have to be the one making the decision of like oh are you gonna kill the one person or do you kill like you know the five or four people or whatever it is on the other track mm-hmm. and then they had another picture of the trolley and then they were like but the reality is the person behind the controls is a rich person and they have to choose if they're going to destroy one rich person or five of you. <laughs> so i feel like that's what this is <laughs>
1: i think that's what this is yeah that's so true i love the trolley <laughs> memes I think the art community in general condemns crypto art. Like, a lot of artists who participate in crypto Mm -hmm. art, they have been condemned, I think. Um, Or at least, like, it's a commonly held belief that, like, they've sold their soul, pretty much. And so, I guess I wanted to be clear that, like, the art community doesn't necessarily... Like, it it just kind of nails in our point that, like, this doesn't really have to do with art. And, like, art is just the medium. So...
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean, um, I remember reading or like hearing about like the Gorillas, the band. Like they they sold oh, an yeah. NFT, and then everybody started like turning on them because like a lot of a few of their songs <laughs> are, are apparently about like the environment and like the way that we're destroying the environment or something. Yeah. And then they like made this NFT. It's like, bitch, what are you doing? So yeah, the irony. Yeah. To end this on a not shitty note. I guess. (laughs) There are some, I mean, it's still kind of maybe like, you know, shitting on NFTs, but you know, on a fun note for us, um, (laughs) there are some fun memes shitting on NFTs that I really like. Like, there's this tweet by at Limerick King, I think is probably, or Limericking, I don't know, that says... The NFT market has grown, as eight-figure auctions have shown, the overall prices a worse climate crisis for art you pretend that you own, which I think very succinctly explains what we have spent an hour trying to, like, discover. Yeah. Um,
1: This is true art, honestly.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And then there was, like, this Tumblr post that was like, I'm selling this image as a free NFT. What you're going to do is right-click and select save image from the drop-down bar and then go outside and pour gasoline in your neighbor's backyard. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's so good. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, again, we don't... If you're still listening to this, uh, obviously we don't know what we're talking (laughs) about. (laughs) We We just wanted to have a conversation about it. Yes. So yeah. This was fun though. I learned yeah. more than I originally knew. Me too. Yay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I really appreciate yeah, re- you researching a lot of this stuff. Just like I just knew I didn't like it. I know why. <laughs> well I knew why a little bit, but now I'm pretty pretty firm. I mean, yeah, of course like the conversation around like crypto and blockchain as a whole is just a whole other can of worms that I just I could, you know, die without knowing it and I'd be perfectly yeah. happy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe this is the foundation of, like, our future economic or financial system. Oh but until we get there, perfectly fine. Let's just, yeah. you know. Thanks for listening to Internet Aesthetic. The music for this podcast is Rose Ornamental by Blue Dot Sessions. If you enjoyed listening, you can find us on Instagram at net.aesthetic or leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash Internet Aesthetic. We hope you join us again next week. Bye! Bye.